You're listening to In Here, Out There, a daily audio log podcast from my travels around the country. Today, I'm in Everglades National Park, and I'm down at the Flamingo Center. I don't actually think there are any flamingos here, uh, but maybe. And here at the marina, there's an osprey that has built a huge nest on the edge of a bridge. You can walk right up to it within 10 feet of the actual bird, um, but from below. And a bunch of people are here looking at it. just entered a forested island in the middle of the Shark River Slough. I think it's Slough. S-L-O-U-G-H. It's a freshwater prairie-marsh combo that runs through the center of the Everglades. In this river of grass and water, there's islands of trees, which has been protected from logging that's happened here over the years and so the interior of these little islands hold old growth mahogany and other hardwood species. This specific island has a boardwalk running through it and it's called mahogany hammock. Hammock again in South Florida refers to small pockets of forests, tropical forests, that thrive in the kind of brackish saltwater areas um, around the coast. It feels very jungly and secluded. They say it's a home to owls and various types of insects and different animals that specifically take refuge in these areas during the winter when it's drier not necessarily biologically, but from a human's perspective, this feels less like an island to me and more like an oasis. And I say that only because the surrounding prairie is very wide open, direct sunlight. Um, it's very warm today, actually. But in this inner forest island, it's cool 
There's air plants growing on everything, palms, old, large mahogany trees, branches covered in ferns, vines. It feels like a refuge. I could see why plant and animal life would flourish here. Right now I'm standing under a large mahogany tree. It's, it's the first mahogany tree I've ever seen, actually. And it's not as tropical looking as I expected. It looks to me like sort of a cross between an oak tree and a cottonwood tree. Um, except this one has vines growing up the side and air plants, huge air plants hanging out onto the, the bark. You can see large branches have fallen off over the years, probably during hurricanes. But it's still growing nevertheless. It's not particularly tall, maybe 40 feet. But it's very thick. My guess would be a diameter of around three or four feet. Everglade National Park is obviously well known, and uh, when you think of national parks, Everglades probably up there on the list. This is my first time here, and I've got to say it's underrated by my understanding of the park anyway. Um, like many things in South Florida though, I feel like it's probably best experienced by boat or kayak, canoe, some kind of boat. <clears throat> because it's, it's honestly, it's, it's dense jungle or dense prairie, marshy land that's not easy to walk through. Although people do, and apparently it's called slogging. So instead of going hiking, you're going slogging. With the number of alligators and crocodiles and spiders and snakes that live around here though, I think for me personally, I'll stick to the boardwalks unless I had a boat. I will say that it is not a pet friendly park. Don't bring your dog here. And that's mainly probably because you don't want your dog to be eaten by an alligator. And yes, there are a lot of alligators around here. I've probably seen, oh, 20 or 30 today. And I haven't even really been trying to look for them. So for me, it's another reason to return to South Florida next time with a boat or a kayak, canoe, something like that, to get into the waterways and see what else this park has to offer. But for today, I'm enjoying walking through this hammock, looking at the old trees and ferns and the warm tropical winter weather. That's it for today. 
tonight I'm going to head through the northern part of Everglades National Park and into Big Cypress National Preserve. I've also never seen cypress trees before and I'm hoping to catch a glimpse of one before the sun sets. I've also been told that the majority of the world's Florida panther population lives in the area and the best time to see them is around sunset. Okay, well, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.